0: You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the man behind dot, dot, dot and Foxcroft Wine Company, uh, Stefan Jubner. Is that right? Did I say that right? You All did. right. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about this now. You know, everybody likes to have a good time in the uh, in the Queen City. It starts with with finding the right group. Then it's the right outfit. You might want to keep things fancy, maybe not. Of course, you got to have a venue though. And we'll look no further than our next guest. They are pairing an expertly crafted drink program with world class food to give you an experience like no other. And it, this is incredible. You guys are going to be excited if you haven't heard of dot dot dot. We're about to jump in. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Brand Butters Podcast, and let's get into it.
1: Yeah, man. Glad to have. Glad to be here.
0: So tell us about yourself, um, kind of where you grew up. Just give us give us kind of a brief summary of who you are, and then we'll obviously jump into the business and, uh, and all of that.
1: Well, man, I'm a, I like to consider myself a Charlotte native. I've been here 35 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of came in that first run in the 90s that uh, a lot of Charlotte folks came to. Um, you know, I grew up as a kid in New Jersey and lived in Chicago for a short minute. You know, got my culinary chops kind of. Uh, all through Chicago and Charlotte, and uh, you know, in the worked in the '90s and 2000s in Uptown, you know, slang a lot of Vodka Red Bulls. People <laughs> and made uh, oh,
0: that drink will kill you. <laughs>
1: yeah, yep, made uh, you know. I always joke that's what paid for Dot Man Vodka Red Bulls. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I did a, a 14-year stint with the Cosmos Group, okay. so that was Cosmos, Form, Phoenix Republic, Alley Cat, Aqua, all those guys. But you know, for the most part, did it at Cosmos. Did Cosmos Valentine, then did a short, I started a consulting company and I was doing opening bars for, you know, a lot of people from like DC to Atlanta. During that time, I was uh, one of the managing partners at Heist Brewery Okay, and uh, left there about six years ago now and opened up Dot.
0: That's awesome. I mean, if you go on dot, 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 charlotte.com and now I've never been, which is, I need to go. I need to go. Uh, I know it is on me. Um, but it's amazing. I mean, just the visual on the website, like I want to go right now. So tell us about how you came up with this concept. Um, and I love talking with people that, especially whether you're in the restaurant industry, you're in the cocktail industry, that whatever it is, it always seems like people have either been in that field for a while, maybe they've they've worked under people, and then it's like there's something that clicks or something in the back of their mind. They're like, I, I could do this. Like, What was that journey for you to get to the point where you're like, I'm going to open up dot, dot, dot? Capital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true yeah. That. At, that. At the end of the day, um, yeah. there,
1: there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, I was kind of up with a different group of guys, and we were looking at some spaces, and I was like the voice of reason in the group. And that's not really my role. I'm kind of more <laughs> the wild card. Um, you know, and then my partner in this, Conrad Hunter, who owns all the Foxcroft wine companies, uh, him and I had been friends for like 20 years uh, in, our pri- you know, in our past lives. I used to be a musician. He used to own a recording studio. We kind of stayed friends throughout. And he just kind of reached out to me one day on Facebook Messenger kind of half in the bag, like everything spelled wrong. Like, I'm going to look at spaces. Are you coming or not? And <laughs> I was just like, you know what, man? I'm tired of these guys already. I don't want to be in a business with these guys. And I was like, sure, let's go. And the third space we looked at is the space Dodson. Um So that's where that partnership came from. Um, a lot of doing a cocktail bar, I thought it was – something that needed to be done. Charlotte didn't have it. We were the first one. I had been, you know, kind of, you know, I traveled with doing spirits. I was working for a lot of brands. I was traveling the country, seeing these kind of spaces, seeing them work, seeing what worked and what didn't work and how it would relate in Charlotte. Um, you know, we took a lot of heat opening when we opened up, people just didn't get it. They didn't understand that there was no standing room. Why can't I just stand at the bar and have a drink? Mm -hmm. Like, Um, You know, they didn't understand the private membership, why we were a private membership club and what those things entailed. Um, You know, the best thing we ever did was not fold. Mm -hmm. We just stuck to it. We knew it was going to work and didn't fold. Um, You know, and we took a lot of heat and it was just like, you know, and last Friday we had the busiest day we've ever had. And it's five and a half years later. You know, I like to I like to think that in. It, especially in our business it might relate to a lot of other business the longer it takes you to get to the top the longer you get to stay there mm-hmm. when you're especially in the nightclub and bar business if you're jam-packed the first month doing stupid numbers the next place is going to open up and just take that business So there's no loyalty that's been built to your brand um, you know and one of the things like about staying true to who we were is was, was about protecting the brand we put so much effort into you know the way we look the way we act the way we come across whether it be in the bar or in the digital world. Um, you know, during COVID, one of the greatest things was when we, when we pivoted to, like, to-go cocktails. We couldn't just put it, like, in a deli container and send it out with blue tape on it. Like, everything right. we did was, like, you know, in glass, looked good, you know, vinyl stickers. It, look, it looked like you walked into a juice bar and pulled something off the shelf. Mm-hmm. So, like, we always talk about protecting our brand.
0: I love it. Tell us about the brand. Where did you uh where did you get the name?
1: Um, it is the grammatical term for ellipsis. Okay, you know, like end of a sentence, understated, what's next? Um, what's next is a horrible name for a bar. Uh <laughs> ellipsis sounds like a nineties rave bar. Um so like when we initially opened, it was like the the brand itself is just the three dots. Okay. Um, you know, the we opened up, I wanted it to be like Nike. I wanted it to be like when you saw the Swish logo, you were like, That's Nike. Mm-hmm. Like the three dots, we wanted that to be, you know, nothing opens up being iconic. It takes time to to get there. And really wanted it to just be that, you know. But then you get to the media, and they got to call you something. They right. can't just print three dots. They're not going to. So just dot, dot, dot stuck. A lot of people just call
0: it dot, you know. So is the name dot or dot, dot, dot? Dot, dot, dot. Okay, awesome. Um, so tell us about the experience. I mean, like I said, I'm looking at the website. It looks like you have every... Type of drink you could ever possibly imagine, um, and I think a lot of people, you know, especially as the rise of like bourbon and whiskey, and and really, you know, you look at like the Charlotte Bourbon Society, just kind of educating people on spirits in general and educating people on on different types of drinks. I think people's palate has like increased, where right? they want to go try something different, they want to have something that's unique. Tell us about that experience, and maybe what's some like off the wall cocktail that you guys provide that maybe you can't get anywhere else.
1: I mean, there's a uh... You know, in the in the day of the internet, you can get a cocktail pretty much. You, right. f- you can fig- right. you can figure it out. Yeah. Um, what we do better than anybody else is hospitality and education. Um, we always joke that you're going to leave our bar full, drunk, and smarter. Um, you know, because <laughs> like it. like it, we are definitely an experience-driven uh, dining experience and, and drinking experience. Uh, you know, the big thing we have we have 800 skews on the wall, 800 different spirits. Wow. Um, yeah, we do personal barrel picks we have about 30 of those all you know bourbon tequila rum um you know those are bottles that you can't get anywhere else in the world we're the only people who have that wow um those are those are really unique and super cool and uh you know and we we don't treat them like they're that like you know they're reasonably priced you can come in it's not like you're going to walk in and, and empty your wallet on bar right um You know, and then, you know, with the private membership club stuff, we like to always say we're exclusively inclusive. We want everybody to come. We just want you to act, right? Our membership's $10. You know, know, six years ago when we opened up, Montford Drive was a jamming little strip, and our whole goal was to keep those kind of people out. Right, yeah, yeah. We didn't want the post-college kids who were hanging out at Jeff's Bucket Shop coming into our bar. The yeah. great part is, six years later, those are the people who are coming into our bar. Right? You know. Yeah. You know that, like at the time, ten bucks was a fireball and a Bud Light. Yeah. And it was like they have those people spend that ten dollars over there. Yep. When they grow up, they can <laughs> kind of come <laughs> join us. You know, our average, you know, the average age for the bar is probably thirty. Okay. Um. You know, we are the oh, you, you have a sitter for a couple hours, come join us. That's the kind of thing we do. A lot of special event stuff, that is like super cool. That is completely unique. We do dinners based on, like, Miles Davis and John Coltrane and Edgar Allan Poe and Ernest Hemingway. Like, you know, you come in, you get a four-course meal, four cocktails based on the music or life of. And it's super cool. You leave there going, wow, that was super dope.
0: Yeah. I love it. So tell us about the uh, the membership. And you, you nailed it on the head for, for me. And so me and my wife, we have a four-year-old and a two-year-old son. Uh, you know, date night. You know, previously was like, where are we going for happy hour, and then where are we going for dinner, and then where are we going after that? Now it's like, all right, we have two hours. Mm-hmm. How are we maximizing <laughs> yes. this?
1: You come to dot. Yeah, what you yeah do. exactly. Um, so
0: tell me about it, because I this sounds exa- I mean, we live down in that area, and um, this sounds perfect. I'm actually embarrassed. I haven't already been there. Yeah. So, but now this is going to force me to go. I can't yeah. wait.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, private membership club that was basically because the state of North Carolina, the liquor law is the way it is, somewhere. Alcohol than food, so uh, you know that just comes down to when you have a thirteen dollars small plate and you can pour a hundred dollar, you know, pour whiskey. Yep. You know those those numbers aren't going to add up. You got to like you got to have. I get them to eat that much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like I got to have a drive through at this point. Um, But yeah, so um, you know, it's ten bucks. It lasts for a year. You're allowed to bring three guests with you. Awesome. Um, It's just a, you know, and it, it, it keeps out the people who you know we're just like i paid ten dollars it's like it's less than the cost of a price of a drink yeah you know it's yeah. just uh you know and it, it works out and so this year we they actually changed the law we no longer have to be a private membership club we put it to our our members and they all wanted it to stay yeah i yeah. agree you know it just it keeps them a level of exclusivity yep. um we are in the process of figuring out like a like a benefit plan for for our regular or for our members you know the big thing is they get to, uh, they get advanced notice on every event we do, and we sell out every event. So that gives them the heads up. So if they want to come to events, they're they're getting it two days before everybody else gets the drop on it, before we drop it on social media or in that. And nine times out of ten, we don't even put it on social media. It's sold so it's out sold by out. the time.
0: Yeah. What's the uh, – tell me about some of these events. Like, what are those like? Um, it's super cool.
1: Usually uh, up to 50 people do them on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Um, whether if it's a an event that is uh based on a, a liquor company, like say Wild Turkey we just did, they came in, we did the full line of wild turkey as a tasting, four courses, three cocktails. So I mean you're gonna be pretty banged up, yeah. you know. And uh we you know, we literally tell everybody they should Uber do our events. Yeah. Um, you know, I start the event with going, Hey, if you don't do nine ounces of spirited liquor on a Tuesday and you have things to do tomorrow, don't finish everything. Yeah. Um but, you know, and then we always finish with, like, something rare, hard to find, vintage um, that, you know, wows people on the way out the door.
0: I love it. So when – if you're coming into this type of experience, how how uh, soon do you have to get reservations? If you are a member, can you walk up? Like, how does that work as um, far We do have walk-up. It's hard.
1: Like, Friday yeah. – you know, it's Charlotte. We have 9,000 members. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You 9,000 members. Yeah, and we only seat 79. Wow. So it's – if you're trying to come at Saturday at 730 – You need to make a reservation a couple weeks out. Okay. Um, I I recommend everybody if they're trying to get in on the weekend to by when you want to make that reservation by Wednesday. Okay. Um, Congratulations on nine thousand. That's fantastic. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Um, Probably fourteen thousand since we've been open. Wow. You know, Charlotte's still very transitional. People, you know, they're always moving, coming and going. A lot of those people uh, come in. You know, they just hear how great we are. They're in from out of town. They'll buy a reservation for that one time come
0: in. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So tell us about, um, you know, with, with not only the experience, tell us about the food, right? So like you guys have amazing drinks on here. You can tell that, but then you go look at this food and it's like, I don't know. I don't know what's better. Maybe they're both just absolutely amazing. How do you guys go about not only the food that you guys pair with these drinks, but tell us a little bit about the food experience as well. Um, you know, mostly small plate,
1: a couple entrees, uh, chef Matt Deering, a uh, fantastic young chef, Came out of Pepper Vine, artisanal. He's done some work. Um, I really like him a lot. Uh, at 26, he's just fire. He's a ball of energy. He loves food. He needs to do more stuff like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's just he's one of those kids that's just like, I want, it. I want my food to speak for itself. Um, everything we do, super farm to table. Uh, all, you know, we stay as local as possible. And, you know, the idea being... That pre-COVID, we kind of were people's spot before and after they had dinner somewhere else. Mm-hmm. During COVID, we had the, you know, the thing where people were just going to one place. That was it, you know. So, we had to, we had to up our food game. And we did. And uh, we are now, like, it's pretty crazy. It's like, we're the spot where chefs come to eat.
0: Yeah. Because they
1: are, like, literally, like, every, I'm like, that's Greg Collier. You know, that's Chris from Supperland, Like they are all coming in cuz they're like they know Matt's kind of the hot up and coming kid and they all want to see what he's doing.
0: That's awesome. I yeah. mean, you go to the gallery on your website and you can just get a glimpse of uh, of this this is dot 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 charlotte.com and you can go to their gallery and it is <laughs> it looks unbelievable. Yeah. Um wow. So, with this right now, are you guys is this the only location yeah. that you have? Okay. This this is
1: a one kind of a one and done kind of concept. Okay. There, there's some other stuff, you know, we uh, in our portfolio, of, you know, Conrad has Foxcroft. We're growing that. You know, we're there. he's opening another one in Burkdale coming up. Cup. We have Waverly. We have, you know, East Boulevard, South Park. There's Greenville, South Carolina. Raleigh's probably on, the, on in the future. Um, you know, he, he wants to open up a couple more. He's a couple years older than me. So he's trying to bang
0: out a couple more before he retires yeah. and puts it up, you know, puts it up for sale. Awesome. So with this, uh, specifically with Dot Dot Dot, you, you guys, you talk about these type of events. Do you guys do any, like, private events, any type of, like, catering events, stuff like that? Or this kind of stuff we do
1: doesn't really travel well off-site. Okay. Um, but what we do do is we do have the cocktail kits. Like, we do a lot of weddings. Like, people are can you create two cocktails for our weddings oh, yeah, the, right. okay. that are easy enough for the wet, the wedding bartenders to replicate? So we'll do like the prep on on that kind of stuff and send out the kits with all the high end garnish and everything else that kind of.
0: What's the number one wedding drink?
1: Anything with Casamigos in it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean it's just. uh,
0: That's actually a great idea, though. It It is. I mean, 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 yeah,
1: it's it's it elevate. It's a simple thing that elevates your totally. um, Your wedding. The problem is now all the wedding, uh, you know, wedding. Caterers all think they can do, the do same it. Thing and, and they, kind of, they, you know, they just, and they I was just at a wedding and I was like, oh, mm,
0: they were okay. You yeah. know, I always tell people this and we, and we work up with a lot of marketing companies where we're a brand and merchant apparel company. There's a lot of really big marketing companies that could easily have a division like ours. And when I say easily, in their minds, they could easily have it, right? But they don't. And they use us as a silent partner. They work with us because they know this is our expertise. I just don't understand why. You don't have to do it all in-house. Just partner up with dot, dot, dot. They'll take care of that. They'll make it amazing. You can focus on what you're good at, and it's the experience and the food, and then you team those up together. You'll you'll be having weddings forever. Um, I don't know. That's just yeah. my one little rant. But <laughs> I always tell people, it's like a partnership is better than you trying to duplicate something half-ass. It's like... Not even the same. They don't want to give up the pennies to make dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's a whole other podcast yeah. we could, we <laughs> could go on. Um, so I love what, where this is at. So you guys have been around for a little while. You have nine thousand paid members. You mentioned that this is going to kind of be like a one off. I mean, is this just something where now that you've said it's taken you this long to kind of get there? Is the goal just to stay on top? The goal to continue to be creative? Like, where do you envision kind of dot 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 going?
1: You know, I, the, the goal from day one was I wanted to be a bar that was there 20 years from now. Um, you know, we don't see that a lot in hospitality anymore. We also don't see yeah. a lot of owner-operators anymore in our industry. It's like hedge fund groups, restaurant groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't have the, you know, the humanity of when you walk into, you know, like a Chili's. You know, mm-hmm. I just use them as an example. But, you know, even so there, there's some local you know local chains that you walk in you're just like oh man they're just following the corporate model and it's soulless and lifeless and yeah it makes a lot of money but it's eh. you know uh i at the end of the day i treat hospitality more like art than a business even though you know the goal is to be profitable uh i like the the thought of creating and i like like my big thing is like i barely bartend anymore i'm like behind the stick one day a week and mm-hmm. it's just there because i want to be there i'm more in the way than anything else but <laughs> my staff totally is like oh god he's in the way again he's um bad. but Get him you, out know, of here. you know i'm literally like i say it all the time i go i'm the worst on my staff you know I've, <laughs> I've won awards and i'm the worst on my staff uh you know but it's been my job to mentor train teach just you know really guide i you know i had yeah a bartender who is is making the national finals for the Heaven Hill like you know it's like those are the things I do now is like coach and train and, and get my staff to be as good as I can and I, you know I'm you know I don't really buy into the the Yelp and the everything else but man we're we're a four nine across all platforms wow and that it just goes to be you know there's always somebody out there who sucks. You know, yeah, totally, you, know, you know there's always one person you can't make happy no matter what
0: we're we're at a four nine on our podcast that we've done for five and a half years and it's because we have one person that gave us one star yeah it's like come on people <laughs> i'll take the four nine
1: yeah exactly. no,
0: but and we're the same I like, we don't really care about the the ratings i mean for us we always in our business it's like do the right thing treat people the way that you want to be treated treat the treat the people the way they need to be treated um and ultimately just when you mess up Fix it. Yeah. It's pretty It's pretty simple. Like Life ain't that difficult. Like Just be a good person. I got a, a friend that started a brand in Colorado. It's literally be a good person. That is it. And when he started it, people were like, this is back in 2005. And people were like, what? That brand now has any type of celebrity you can imagine that wears it. They got partnerships with NFL teams. There's all these things. And they're, they're, the bottom line is it's the most basic concept is be a good person.
1: Literally somehow. in our handbook, there's one rule. Don't be a dick.
0: Yeah, Exactly. That's, and, it, that's
1: it. And it that means to your guest, to yep. your coworker, to yourself, you know. And then the little, there's a little buy rule number two. Don't be the reason we make a rule. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: and, love it. And, and I love in
1: it. five and a half years, that's it. Yeah. And, and I talked to some of the, like, you know, we, I got CEOs. I have guys from Bank of America and Wells who are always sitting at the bar. And they when I tell them that, they're just like, You know what we do in corporate America? We make more rules about making rules and breaking rules. And he goes, I go, man, we can do what we do in hospitality because we're not worrying about everything else. That's right. You just follow that one rule and
0: everything's good. That's right. And what you guys have mentioned, it's not necessarily that you're part of some huge restaurant group that has, you know— investors and and you have to, I mean, it's not just bottom line, right? Like your, your goal is if we make the experience great, we take care of our people, the money comes, they're going to keep coming. Right. And, and I love the statement that you said in the restaurant world, if you open up and you have thousands of people there the first couple of weeks, well, another place is just going to open, but, but the ones that take the longest to get to the top, stay there the longest, because you're building that following that is loyal to you because they know each time they go in there, it's going to be a great experience. Um, One thing I want to ask you, you you talked about how much you can learn. And when you go into an event or any of the things that you guys have, is that also, do they kind of teach you how you can make the drink? Or I guess, can you kind of watch them and, and maybe learn it? My biggest thing is like, I don't know how to make any damn drinks. It's like if I'm doing like throw vodka in, you know like I'm just bad at it. But like (laughs) as I'm getting older, I'm like I really should have a better skill set on like how to make like normal cocktails. Um,
1: The big things we do is we don't do a lot of events like that, just because in the state you're not allowed to make your own cocktail and drink.
0: Oh, but what What a dumb (laughs) rule by the way. Yeah. Um, But yeah,
1: one of the uh, one of the things we do is like I'll do a charity event. We'll do cookies for kids with cancer. Love and we'll it. We'll put, we put all them. that kind of. So we'll do like four a year. I do. Yeah. I give my time, and I get the liquor companies to pay for the booze. And we had one for cookies of kids with cancer that was like ninety five hundred. Yeah. You know, so it raises money. Yeah. Like instead of giving the fifty dollar gift card out to everything, we do things that cr- really create revenue. We had one I did. I want to say for uh, diabetes that. Got it in a little like in the live bidding war, and they were both like, sixty five hundred when it was like, quelling. And I was like, I'll do them both for sixty five hundred. Nice. You know, like, yeah, so I love it. Really raise money and do cool. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, you got to give back somehow. Yeah. And like, if me, chalking up two hours on a Saturday afternoon, making fourteen people really happy, it's yeah. great.
0: I love that. We do a ton of work with uh, Cookies for Kids Cancer, um, amazing organization. Um, that we've been able to work that we do a lot in the cancer community and and they're one of uh one of them so it's i I love that that you partner with them and that's awesome i love that you're also like i'll do both of them for 65 yeah i mean that's great let's let's Let's, raise money let's do this um that's so cool so uh you guys are located in the park uh park road shopping center in the back right so okay like if if you're going towards like midwood smokehouse that's where you guys Mm -hmm.
1: are pretty much across the parking lot from them we're literally right next door to the new back entrance to Blackhawk hardware.
0: We're tucked away in the corner. Awesome, so what another great company that we do a lot of work with. Um, They're amazing. If you ever see their leather patch hats, uh, we gave them as a gift, and they love them so much, they now sell them in their store. And there was a guy, I was in Asheville, and this guy's wearing this hat, and I was like, oh man, that's cool. Like, do you work with Blackhawk? He's like, no, I just love Blackhawk, they're amazing. It's a great (laughs) brand, and I was like, the power of promo right there. You make a cool ass hat, especially for a local company, people will support you, they'll wear it, um, and it just blew my mind that, you know, something that's usually considered a uniform is now something that literally they, they feel is valuable enough to put on a shelf and sell versus all the other cool stuff that they have, which I, did, did they get rid of the slide? Is the slide officially gone? I don't know. My son was not happy about that. It was up for two days. Yeah, and uh, uh, whoever the drunk people were, they went in there acting act a fool. You ruined it for all the kids. All right, yeah. You, you know,
1: um, I think it was just they didn't walk it past their insurance company. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> didn't. I mean, when I first saw it, I was like,
0: actually, I don't know if my kid's going to go down that slide. Like, it was a uh, it was a cool idea, maybe a little aggressive on the design. Um, well, excellent. What's the best way for people to get in contact with you to follow the journey, but ultimately to sign up for a membership and then uh, and then get a reservation?
1: Um, big thing, reservations, we use Resi. You know, pretty much everybody uses it. It's the best way to, it, it, it's so easy to use it. I mean, my parents, you know, they're in their 80s and they don't know how to use it. It's oh, great. There we, go. Um, there we go. And then, uh, you know, for for events and stuff like that, definitely uh, dot, 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 charlotte.com, uh, spelled out. Don't just do a bunch of dots. It's going to break the internet. Um, and then, uh, you know, you can definitely follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we're on the Twitter um, those are all dot, 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 Charlotte. Um, you can follow me personally on, on Instagram, Cocktail Sensei. Um, we do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you know, it's like it really just kind of goes back to, you know, just taking care of people at the end of the day. We're, you know, we're, we're about hospitality. Um, we just do really good drinks and, and, and purchase well and work work the ABC system the best we can to have cool stuff so when you walk in you know you're not looking at the same thing you see at every other bar
0: yeah absolutely what's and just curious like from a reservation standpoint is this could you go with another couple can you do four is it usually just two like what's the limit on that Um, or whatever the
1: majority of the seating is twos we do have some great big three hollywood booths that seat up to 10 oh nice um we try to keep everything under 10 you know it just it you know, when, when large groups come in, it kind of starts taking away the experience from other people. For sure. So, you know, we, we try to keep it. But, you know, dates, double dates are always good. Small birthdays. Yeah, that's awesome. Keep it, keep it intimate.
0: I know there's a couple of couples that we have that I, that I I don't know if they've ever been here, but if I bring it up and they haven't, we're definitely going to do this. So um, this is awesome. And then what was the, I'm sorry, I mentioned the, uh, you said you were, what's your Instagram? Cocktail Sensei. Okay, cool. It
1: was uh, something... Ten years ago now, I guess, when Instagram came out, uh, our social media girl was like, you need a catchy name. And I was like, "Well, I teach people, she was like, yeah, you're like a sensei. I was like, cocktail sensei. It
0: there, is. there you go. I was
1: like, I had no saying it. And it kind of stuck because... I'm actually really good friends with uh, Cocktail Ninja, which is which is <laughs> it, which is so like when we're you know we're in New Orleans together it's like oh watch out it's the ninja and the sensei oh
0: my gosh yeah I love it well this has been um, been really cool to learn more about dot 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 I can't wait to to uh, to check it out like we always say please like share comment um, go over and see our friends get a membership get a reservation it'll be a day and night you will not forget and uh, it looks amazing I honestly cannot wait to. Uh, to go try it out. Definitely, man. Awesome. Well, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group, with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.